Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. It's good to be back here with all of y'all, preaching God's word and and to sing praises to God. Um, It is very interesting to see this parable from Jesus on the Pharisee and the tax collector. Um, (laughs) What Jesus is talking about here uh, is something that we should be aware of, right? Self-righteousness versus the humility that we should have. Um, In our world, we hear a lot uh, from the world about equality, about egalitarianism, um, and we hear a lot about, about things like justice. But what God does here in this parable, what Jesus tells us, is that there is a leveling in a certain sense. Those who exalt themselves will be brought low, but those who are lowly and humble and see themselves as such rightfully in God's eyes, apart from Christ, that he exalts them by his grace. In some sense, this is kind of preaching to the choir, right? And people kind of say, well, I don't want to preach to the choir, but the, prior, but the choir needs to be preached to as well. We all need to hear about how we should be warned not to be like the Pharisee. But see, this is where it gets a little tricky. And the sinful flesh is like this, right? As soon as you say one thing, the sinful flesh wants to say another. As soon as you say, don't be like that Pharisee, you say, well, okay, fine. Thank you, God, for not making me like the Pharisee. Be careful. Watch out. Because the Pharisee is actually doing all the things that he should be doing, right? He is praying. He's tithing. He's fasting. These are all things that Jesus expects of us, that he says, when you pray, not if, but when you pray, do it in this way. When you fast, do it in this way, right? His problem is not with those things in and of themselves, but with the fact that they are separate from faith, that the Pharisee has things backwards. Now, in uh, the Lutheran church and in the church in general, we have a lot of $10 words like, you know, justification, sanctification, objective justification, all this stuff like that, right? It's stuff to help us understand what it is we should know about the faith. What the Pharisee is doing, though, is putting sanctification before justification. Sanctification means being made holy. He's focused on the things that should follow from being justified, and he's not. So so wait, hold on. He's focusing on the things that he... Oh, my goodness. How how can I get this right? Vacation does something to your mind, y'all. I'll be honest with you. Um, What he's doing is he's putting the cart before the horse. Let me put it that way. He's focusing on all the things that should flow from being made righteous in God's sight. He's focusing on all those things as if those were the things that did justify him. 
We see that a lot today in various Christian denominations, actually, um, that it's very sad to see they're putting the cart before the horse. They'll talk all day long about justification, but only to those that they think aren't yet converted. But those who are converted, now it's time for the law, right? You've got to do these things. But we as fallen people, we always need to hear about how God has justified us, not for our own works, but because of what Christ has done. That when Jesus says that everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted, he is speaking about us, but he's first speaking about himself. God the Father sent his Son, the one who is there at creation, the word through which all things were created. He sent his Son to humble himself to be exalted, not in the way that we would think, but to be exalted on a cross, to be raised up, crucified for our sins, so that all of us who are humble could be exalted. All of us who, like the tax collector, know our sin, see it for what it is, and say, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. There's an ancient prayer that comes from this text um, that the church has has used throughout throughout the years that's very simple. Simply to pray, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus Christ, excuse me, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, the sinner. We should be praying that all the time. All the time. And from that, we should understand that we don't just stay in that place where we are, where we, where we are cast down because of our sin. But God raises us up. What this tax collector is basically saying is, God, make atonement for me. Make atonement for me, the sinner whom you promised that atonement for. He has faith in the right place. He has faith in the God who has grace. He has faith that God will do what he has promised to do. And this is something that we should keep in mind. God's promises are sure. God's promises are true, whether we believe in them or not. That's the hard thing for some people to keep in mind, that Jesus Christ came and he died for all people. He died for the entire world, to pay for the sins of the world. And yet there are those who do not get the benefits that he would wish to give them. They do not receive the good things of God because they don't trust that he has done these things for them. And faith itself is a gift from God so that we would trust in him, not according to our own works, but according to his grace. 
We in and of ourselves are dead in our sins and trespasses. Before God, apart from Christ, we belong to Satan. Our sinful flesh desires, desires not the good things of God, but the things for which he condemns us. But I love the passage Um, from Ephesians chapter 2, Paul speaks to us in a different way. Those who are saved by grace through faith were once dead in their sins and trespasses. He speaks in the past tense of these things. And he says that now, because Christ has died for you, and because by the grace of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you trust in what he has done for you, you are now saved by grace through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Both his grace and the faith to trust in that grace is God's gift. It is not a result of works so that no one may boast. For we are his, his for we are his for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we, sh that we should walk in them. Oftentimes we overplay, we overplay our hand at being, at being, at being sinners, right? We say, well, what are you going to do? I'm a sinful human being, and we're right about that, right? But in some sense, in some sense, that can turn into a false, into a false humility. Sometimes that can be the excuse that we want to just not do the things that we should, to, <laughs> to uh, keep doing the things we shouldn't do. Say, well, I'm just a sinner. I can't help but do bad things. But instead of playing our hand that we are we shouldn't we shouldn't overplay being being sinful we should play our hand at being saints knowing that we are new creations in Christ we shouldn't play to the sameness of sin that the world has but we should show how how good and different things are when we live in God's grace according to his will. Because holiness, it should be appealing. And it is appealing. And we should act like it. We should go on praying that God would be, that God would be, 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 that God would be, excuse me, that God would be merciful to us trusting that he has been for the sake of Christ, trusting that he has done all that needs to be done for salvation, and then from there doing the good things in joy that he has called us to do. Going on, being humble, so that God may exalt us and not ourselves. We ask that God would be gracious to us, and he is. He has cleansed us through the waters, through the waters of of 
through the waters of holy baptism. He has clothed us in the, 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 the righteousness of Christ. His blood now covers our sin. And also, he feeds us today, his body and his blood, to strengthen us in the fight against our sinful flesh and against, and against this world. We trust in him for all things. We trust in him for our, for our daily bread, and we trust in him for that bread from heaven that, strengthen us, that strengthens us and for which we give him thanks so that we might be like the tax collector and go home, not justified because of what we have done, but justified because of what Christ has done for us. And the peace of God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.